Music to move in therapy. Music to move in therapy. Music to move in therapy. <laughs> yes. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Again, again. Shady's back. To PT Pod. Uh, back. Uh. Tell a friend. Oh, there you go. Hey. Hey, y'all. Hey, how's it going? We took a little hiatus unannounced. (laughs) Summer caught up to us, man. Yeah, it got real crazy in there, so we took a little break, but we are back. Here we thought the summertime without school was going to be, like, less crazy, (laughs) but some things happened. Yeah, it got wild, just, like, travel and, like engagement and intern and yeah bought a house yeah you did (laughs) we're sitting in it right now in our bougie new chairs it's so nice it's so nice so that was really it kind of tyler and i on a friday decided we were gonna go for it and by monday had an offer in because life is crazy and now we're in our new home and it's gorgeous yeah loving it and morgan is just doing all the things as well we're about to start school in four days Oh my God, four days. Four days. It's this weekend. Grads, wait, grad school already said that. Intern, engagement, maybe other things that are in the works. Yeah. Crazy pants. Yeah. So we wanted to just kind of fill you guys in and let you know what we've been up to. And the hiatus hasn't been for nothing. And honestly, moving forward, Morgan made a good point. I think we may just take summers off to make this sustainable. (laughs) Yeah. We are um, both humans and podcasters. So we have to give ourselves the space and time to do both. And work full-time jobs and are both in school. And both have families. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like do too much. We both do too much. That's our podcast. Mtapata pod. The MTPT do too much pod. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually perfect because people are like, wow, Morgan and Danielle, how do you do it all? And we're like, you know, we don't know. But today we're going to talk about how we do do it all (laughs) yeah how we manage that time and get through all the things that we do to live fulfilled lives outside of our jobs and in our jobs too I think both of us value very much our personal lives very much yes it's on the outside I'm sure it looks like our whole life is music therapy because we go to work for it we go to school for it we pod for it we podcast for it but and I mean heck the Instagram account too and Yeah, it seems on the outside that our whole life is music therapy, but on the contrary, I try to make most of my life have nothing to do with music therapy. Yeah, my favorite thing to do is travel, and I actually do that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. It was funny, I was reflecting the other day with my fiancé about like, oh my gosh, we haven't done any big trips, like we need to do a big trip. I just got back from Washington State. You got back from Australia before that, bro. And I went to Australia. Wildlife be wild, man. (laughs) I forgot about that one. (laughs) It was just so funny. So yeah, we're going to tell you guys all about how we manage to leave space for our lives outside of work and what work we've put in to make sure that we get to be fully present in our jobs and fully present in our lives outside of our jobs. And let me start by telling you what not to do. Go for it, Queen. So I found myself in my deepest, darkest hole of despair and what am I doing with my life and should I (laughs) quit my job yeah like quit music therapy yeah and um that was back in March like March and April was like my what year of this year oh 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 (laughs) honestly end of last year as well so you know maybe just a hard time maybe I need to be looking out for a theme here for myself but 
Um, my March Madness is what I actually call it, um, was a result of leaving no time for Miss Danielle. <laughs> um, I was in a time of busy work stuff, mm-hmm. podcast, school, and y'all, this is what did me in. I was traveling every single weekend. Too much. It was traveling for class. It was traveling for weddings. It was traveling for... Fun fun for family stuff concerts yeah it yeah concerts yeah yeah it was every single weekend it was like get off of work drive or fly be booked the whole time and then go right back to work and that is what almost did me and y'all it's not called work-life balance no and (laughs) and it was to the point and this is how I know I'm bad it was to the point where nothing fun that I had planned for myself was fun yeah I was dreading all of it. All I was doing was looking forward to when I had to do nothing. And like, as a Danielle, I don't do well with nothing, but like, that is what I was looking forward to. And that's what like truly almost did me in was like not leaving any space for rest. The importance of rest transitioning into adulthood. (laughs) (laughs) If you hear the click clocking, it is my dog on the horse and looking at kisses. Um, the importance of rest is something like within the transition to adulthood that you don't really realize until you're almost too far gone. I did the same thing. I moved to Jacksonville and within my six months, for six months, I traveled home a bajillion times. I traveled with my new partner at the time all around. Um, we went on a bunch of hiking trips and it was so fun, but I would get back to work and it would be so hard. And then I'd get to the end of the week and do it again and be like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go on this crazy cool trip to this crazy cool place to see this beautiful nature. And like, what the heck? That's what Morgan's about, man. Oh, for sure. And with jobs, that takes so much out of you. Like, whenever you're in that caregiver role five days a week and you don't have time to, like, refill your cup as, like, cheesy as it sounds, like, it's it does it makes the traveling and, like, the being you not fun anymore. And it's so funny because it's confusing, right? Because you think, oh, this thing that I love doing, let me do a ton of it and that will fill my cup. Mm. When in all reality, the amount of output that you're doing requires stillness and Mm. requires like sleep. (laughs) And processing. (laughs) And processing. And honestly, like for me, it, it requires quality time and not even talking about the things I've been through as much as just being around people that don't demand anything from me or that I don't have like a social function with and that's a that's a privilege that's a pleasure right to have like people that you feel that safe with but that was a big part of the rest component that I struggled with because I was so isolated I moved to during COVID I didn't know anybody but as I developed friendships like the opportunity to be with them that was the most filling a cup thing I had yeah I like how you said like be with people that don't require anything of you Mm because that's just yeah that's huge but it's a privilege too and like I recognize that as a person who didn't have people like that for a long time to have them now, I can just tell this extreme difference in my life now. Um, and how much more resilient I am Mm. because I can go home to my fiance and we can lay on the couch and do nothing or I can write a song or read a book and there's nothing expected of me. Yeah. That is so nice. Yeah. Something else I learned is, and I'm still learning is like the importance of rest, but like the active processing kind of rest Mm. because I think a huge thing that like March revealed for me in all of my travel is I would like have a really hard week at work but then I would just like ignore and numb it all and go (laughs) avoid it yeah yeah, and like and not even on purpose just like 
because of the like pace of my life then yeah you don't you don't know that you need time to experience like when something hard happens in your personal life you take time to recover from it mm -hmm. right but when something hard happens in your work life it it's not societal norm to say I need time to recover from this difficult thing I experienced or this difficult thing I saw especially not when you're in a field or area where it's expected to be normalcy or your day-to-day -day. yeah and that's like medical all the way right and I'm sure that's how other like settings are in music therapy but like the pace of medical is something happens and you like literally just go to the next room like that's just what you do yeah and so especially when you're starting out I think there's this explosion of energy this excitement this opportunity where you're you're green and you're new and you're loving it and you're so excited that when something hard happens, you kind of just take it in stride and keep going, but you don't realize that you're carrying it with you while you go. It doesn't just, I mean, some of it does fall off, I will say. That is true. Over time, but a lot of it doesn't. And then it like builds. And I think March, so like March was like the nine month mark for me Yeah. in this job. And I think like really the newness wore off, the excitement wore off. Now it's just day to day, right? Mm -hmm. And learning how to cope with like, everything I had in process because like I started my job and got married and like did all these crazy life things and didn't have time to like sit down with any of it mm -hmm. so it was like all of it caught up to me I was not resting I was not processing any of it I was just like hating my life honestly yeah. I wasn't enjoying a piece of it and so when we look forward to like now like I've been on my job it'll be three years and like two weeks nowadays my balance between work and life looks like what I wanted it to mm. looks like having fun with people, going on trips, crazy trips, and being able to recover and replant myself where I live mm. and go back to work and actually enjoy my job. Oh my gosh, I love that. You make such a good point. Like whenever you're new, it is so hard to like leave for a period of time and then come back and like feel planted because you're still making connections or you're still building a caseload or you're still like getting your rhythm. You're still transitioning in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. like this whole podcast was started because of transitions or something. <laughs> but yeah, like the transition is just hard when you're in that like first year. It just is. And I don't think people give themselves enough credit. I mean, I know I didn't. I know you didn't too for how hard change can be. And like to give credit to a person ha who has moved jobs, who has moved apartments or in, in and out of any opportunity or relationship, there's this transition period. And often it's a lot more than we give ourselves credit for yeah especially in my body my gosh yeah for sure especially like even I transitioned from being one to being a one of two to being one of three and my workload transitioned every time so like I took on more programming stuff but also more of the ICUs and it got to this point that I was still going through transition but part of the season got so hard for me because I wasn't giving myself the credit of the change mm. like even a small change in a job is still a transition so I'm gonna have a harder time regulating or like my resilience is gonna look different because things look different yeah and that's okay yeah I feel like I'm a month in like wait a year <laughs> in a in some change into my job and like now I feel transitioned <laughs> And that's fair. It took me almost two to get really cozy here. Yeah. And and it's funny because like the nature of music therapy is we're always trying to grow. So hopefully I'm shaken out of my comfort soon. <laughs> <laughs> it'll come faster than yeah. you think, my friend. And, you know, and then it'll just be another transition. But I think like it just gets easier. Like the more you mm -hmm. you do it, it does. And the more you set aside the time to mm. create firm boundaries, for example, like 
not letting work bleed into your personal life. Yeah. And I know some of you private practice lady, or I don't know why I just said ladies, some of those private practice people or some of you in different types of facilities where maybe your salary, that line might look different, but you draw it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're hourly, salary, contract, whatever you are, it's something that you have to be very intentional about because you can work all the time. I promise. There's always work. And if you're in a job or have a leader that like enables you to work all the time and not have that Oof. line, reassess, my dude, because like you are more important than music therapy. Like on your deathbed, are you going to be thinking about that session that you ran last week? Maybe, are, yeah, but probably but, not. <laughs> but you are more than a music therapist. Like, yeah. I think one hard part about starting out as a music therapist, at least for me, is so much of my identity was placed there. 100%. So when things got really hard or I was coping poorly, there was this piece of me that was like, am I not good enough for this? Do I not know enough? Do I need to do more? How do I make this everything that I wanted it to be that I made it in my mind? And at some point I had to boil down and be like, Music therapy is my job, and it's a job that I love, but mm. it's also not all that I am. I found, like, a, whenever we were moving, we moved this past weekend, and we're packing, like, you know, a couple of weekends before, I found, like, a journal entry or something like that, and it was from the end of my internship, or maybe it was the beginning of my internship, I can't remember, but at some point in internship, I had the realization that I was not music therapy, mm. and I was a Danielle, and, like, I had supervisors during my internship that did such a beautiful job of like demonstrating that yeah and that's just so important because I had other supervisors who were terrible at demonstrating it and like literally would be at work like all the time or described work as an escape from their family Mm -hmm. and I was like wow never want to feel that way yeah but I had this one supervisor Jill love you Jill and she (laughs) has like the most friends ever and has like the best personal life I've ever seen she's like in book clubs and church like small groups and traveling and like doing dog stuff. I don't know. She just like has like the best personal life and she would just like love to leave work, but also she still loved her job. Yeah. It was amazing. I feel like I'm getting there, man. Uh, I feel like you're getting there. It is good. I'm literally, so I'm transitioning into a schedule where I have an extra day off and, um, I'm, I accidentally had a five day weekend because I was like violently ill. (laughs) the end of last week um but I'm like genuinely excited to go back to work tomorrow because you had enough time you had rest yeah well and just because like I enjoy work right now like a lot I enjoy my kids and like I just feel good about what I'm doing a thousand percent and like I felt that way when I was green but it was like different it is different this feels steadier doesn't it so much steadier it just feels like I know what I'm doing and I'm excited to go like make some money (laughs) and to recognize the language that we're using like this green concept I don't know if you guys have heard it before but it basically just means like new um it's kind of like a a new turf whenever someone's playing a sport you're green but also like I think there are different shades of it not to get metaphorical on us but I mean I'm we're both still very green in the field I'm I'm almost four years in Danny's two officially two, two officially and um we are have learned so much and grown so much and feel this steadiness but there's still so much to learn and grow to Mm -hmm. and that's the beauty of our field and like that's the beauty of what we get to do that like it doesn't end but I think at a time in my career that felt exhausting Mm. and now it feels exciting again yeah Yeah. well and to digress us a little bit we're talking about like time management (laughs) so we got like a real like hippy dippy in that but like um how do you manage work school fiance 
um, in turn life mm-hmm. podcast. Well, I haven't done it with intern yet. We're starting that now. Intern and school hasn't happened together at the same time, but I have intentional times to set aside. So on specific days of the week, I get up extra early and I make myself a nice drink or I just set aside in my favorite chair with my kitty and I do my homework or I listen to my lectures and I do school at specific times. And on the days I'm not doing school, I'm working out because that's my best coping mechanism or one of my best coping mechanisms. And then, um, I, it's such a mindset thing for me, dude. Like it is so easy for me to tap into overwhelm because there is endless things to be overwhelmed about, but I have to settle in this place of like, I am grateful for all of the opportunities Mm. that have been placed ahead of me and I'm choosing them Mm. because I don't have to do grad school this fall. I don't have to take three classes. I don't have to, we don't have to have an intern. I don't have to be getting married. I could push my wedding. We don't have to have a podcast. Um, I have to take breaks where I have to, but also I, I'm, to to keep it going I maintain this mental concept of like yes all of these things can stress me out but they can also energize me and when my body tells me I need a break Mm. I have to let one of them give and I just have to be okay with it that's important because you highlight like you give yourself certain times to do certain things but for me I found sometimes that stresses me out so then I like kick myself if I don't do that thing in that time Mm. are you able to like give yourself grace if you don't work out if you don't wake up early that one day if you push school like how do you give yourself grace in that I mean that's that's the intentionality of knowing that I need rest it's like not holding myself to too high of an expectation that says I can never break because I don't have I don't have a set expectation of being perfect or doing everything to the utmost of my ability I know it's not possible for me to give 100% to everything so if one day or one week school gets 10% instead of Mm. 25 it's okay like Mm. I just have to know in myself that it's okay And guys, I'm an achiever. Like that is my vibe all the way. And it's been a long time for me to get to this point where I can say, I don't have to give this all of me. I can give myself grace here, but it's a conscious effort to be like, okay, you're really tired. I think you need to sleep for another hour. And I think a workout's a bad idea. Mm. And I know my body well enough that some days that's not true. And some days it definitely is. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I feel that. I like, I'm definitely an achiever, but I would describe myself as a overstimulated all the time person yeah we've talked about this before yeah I like have to be doing 10 things at once to like be satisfied (laughs) um which is a problem and like we're (laughs) working on it my sister-in-law like sent me this tiktok or something that was like when I don't know when you I don't know something about like adding more to the plate because like I posted this tiktok that I started writing a book for fun because (laughs) I needed something to do for fun uh-huh. And I got so many messages that were like, what the F are you doing? <laughs> like, and I'm like, guys, chill. It's just for fun is the important part. Like, don't worry. It's not something I'm slaving over. Like, is it like to do? But as a um, recovering overstimulated person, actually, I don't know if I'm in recovery yet. I'm like definitely addicted. But it's okay. Um, for me, I like really have had to work on the times of like of rest and yeah. trying to realize when that's important and I I just really struggle with guilt um when I don't feel like I'm doing enough or like oh, me too I've like oh I'm gonna work out Monday Wednesday Friday and if I don't work out Monday Wednesday Friday <laughs> worthless like I've really struggled with that <laughs> I mean yeah me as well it's it's funny though I feel like the longer I've been in this the more so in the spring semester I was on tens like Danielle is now and I 
hit this point where I was so depleted. I was like, I am not going to make it. Mm. And I was unwell. I think it got so bad that I'm over here now and I'm like everything in my power we're going to do to not get there again. Yeah. Because I love school and I want to get to love it. I love learning. I love that I get to create this awesome project this this next couple semesters. Like I love that I'm in my last year and I don't want to waste it. I don't want it to pass me by, but I have to, I have to set aside the time to rest or eat or move my body. Otherwise I know I won't make it to the end. They're like non-negotiables, but none of them hold more weight than the other sleep eat rest wait sleep eat move there we go you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> my brain got confused or like rest eat move but they all have to happen at some point moving can be a walk moving can be a workout moving can be lifting weights whatever mm. but I know to for me to make it through I have to be doing those three in well balance and everything else the podcast my relationship school the work the wedding the wedding I forgot about the wedding they all just kind of circulate around me well, and I feel that because, like, I got so anxious when we started closing on the house last weekend because I was like, oh, my God, it's moving people in town, cruise, um, bachelorette party, wedding, like, for six weeks straight. And this is what happened to me in my March Madness. Yeah. So I was, I've just been terrified. And then I've had to, like, every single day remind myself, oh, my God, all of these things are so much fun. <laughs> like, I literally, like, they are so such exciting things that I've planned how do I navigate the weeks so I don't like just bleed myself dry yeah are you asking me that I I'm just hypothetically is what I've been asking myself because and I think like and for me it's it's the rest it's the it's the exercising it's the spending time with Tyler and my dog it's the making sure I'm being intentional every day yeah and it's it's work to do that right oh my gosh yes but like we know we're talking about time management today but more than like telling you how you spend your time like 30 minutes here 60 minutes there wake up early go to bed early whatever it's more about what you give your energy to and you've got to know what's good for you you know what it is Morgan what is it it's a mindset it's the mindset it is more than the the stuff everything else because when you have the mindset the other stuff follows when you prioritize yourself the stuff follows well and like even earlier you were talking about gratitude and like so we I don't know if this class was around at Belmont whenever you were there but um we had to take a self-care class Mm -hmm. and we read the Ami K book that was like the burnout and music therapy book but also a Brene Brown book Mm. Uh, I love that book the like gifts of imperfection exactly yeah and one of the assignments was like literally to have a gratitude journal and like write three things down every single day. And like, that's one of those basic things that you think about, but you don't do, but the research literally shows how impactful it is. A thousand percent. I'm actually on a gratitude kick right now. I need you to get me on it. I will be your gratitude accountability buddy. Mm, That was weird, but you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It just is like, it's important to have the, the mindset or like if things are crazy at work, roll with punches versus what are some doom and gloom good? yeah you you can't live in the doom and gloom if mm. you do it will consume you and you'll get out of it I hope you do but um it's a fight to get out of it it's worth it but it's yeah. a fight part of my March Madness problem was the doom and gloom yeah it, it can be all consuming and it's a culture I mean I don't know about you guys but sometimes our work environment cultivates a doom and gloom culture <laughs> yeah and it's really hard not to get sucked in 
thousand percent. So you just have to be intentional not to. And the ways I be intentional to not get sucked in is go see my freaking kids that bring me a lot of joy. Yeah, absolutely. It's to do what you're there to do. Oh my gosh, hundred percent, a thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we've been talking for a minute, so I want to know, Danny, what are like what's one tangible thing you do to manage your time in a way that is best for Danielle? Honestly, not to put too much pressure on it. I know that sounds yeah. like that's may not be super tangible, but like I've intentionally shifted my mindset lately to I am going to move my body this week versus mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do this or and I'm, I haven't been in school for a while. I took a break over the summer, but like as I look forward to starting in a couple of weeks, like I'm going to get this done this week and not like on this certain night because mm-hmm. I'm just really good at beating myself up if I give myself like an expectation and don't meet it. Yeah, I hear that. What about you? What's your tangible way? Mm. It's to purposefully set apart time for rest. Because I always have something to do. I always have something to work on. I always have a deadline, especially with all of the things over my head right now. But it is to to prioritize and set aside laying on the couch, watching a TV show before bed that, like, puts me to sleep or um, coming home from work and saying, we're not doing anything tonight. Yep. Um, Yeah, those days matter more than the work does, honestly. That's how I get the work done is by giving myself space to recover from my weeks. Mm -hmm. It's okay to cancel your plans. I do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Danny knows. It happens. It happens sometimes. (laughs) There's seasons where it needs to. And that's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for our first pod back in a while. Thanks for Grace and the fact that we've been gone. We're happy to be here. Yeah, we needed it. And we've got hopefully a good little plan for the next semester. Um, But again, we're giving ourselves grace and space as we do so. Yes. Grace and space always. See y'all later. Bye. (laughs) Bye.